Ocean FM. Donegal Plumbing and Heating, Old Lahey Road, Donegal Town. Suppliers of underfloor heating packages, aluminium radiators, Samson and Daikin air-to-water heat pumps and all your renewable needs. And sponsors of the Donegal GAA podcast. It's just fabulous to see him alive and up and picking her up. The thing about the club is you don't choose your club. Um, it's, it's like family. You want to get back out on the field. It's just uh, it's, it's in your blood, I suppose. And you just want to get out there now and get the games going again. Brian Murray, let me shake hands with you. You come in here hobbling. How are you feeling now? Oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. I tell you nothing about a couple of pints, won't you? I'll tell you, you know. He gets a bit behind it. He launches it in. It's over the bar. The wee man from Chichar. Yes, welcome to the Donegal GAA podcast with Ocean FM. It's finished here in Castle Blaney in the Bank of Ireland. Dr. McKenna Cup semi-final, Donegal, four goals and 14 points. Monaghan, 11 points. Jim McGuinness' side advanced to the Dr. McKenna Cup final. They will take on Mickey Hart's Derry. It's hard to believe we're even saying that. It doesn't make sense. This game didn't make sense, but it is only January. I am delighted to be joined with Ryan Jones, of course, for Mana and Derry Gonley Footballer, who is with me on commentary today on Ocean FM. I'm also delighted to be joined by Brian McCabe, of course, of St. Nulls, and Joe McBrerty, the Killybegs legend, has thankfully joined us here as well. We'll have a word with Joe and Brian in a second. Ryan Jones, an emphatic victory for Donegal. Your first time seeing them in 2024, and you've come up against Donegal so many times over the past decade or so what did you make of them i thought they were awesome there today paddy i know it's the mechanic cup but um the way they set about the game from the start um, they squeezed the life out of monaghan they forced them into errors donegal's first few attacks they could have scored four goals um you know luke bard was down here in front of us and he was constantly roaring pressure on the ball pressure on the ball they um, turned them over time after time i thought even the way structurally they set up you know Patton came out of goals, was able to play as a sweeper, which meant then the players further out the pitch could squeeze the Monaghan player on the ball. And their decision making in front of goal was excellent. Oshin Gallon looked back to his best. McBrady's work rate uh, showed a real leadership role for me, tackling back. Uh, the forward unit, once Monaghan were on the ball, worked together in their tackling, and then it was hard running uh, once they turned them over. It was a really impressive performance. There was a lot of new players came in there for Donegal, young lads that I haven't really seen much of, and they didn't look out of place. Does it come with the caveat because there is big excitement back in Donegal in the Northwest because Jim McGuinness is back? Th- that's the main reason. But does it come with that caveat that it is only the McKenna Cup? Yeah, well, we can say it's only the McKenna Cup, fair enough, but we're also only two weeks away from the start of the National League. Um, you know, McGuinness, of course, is going to bring a massive buzz around the county. You could see the crowd here today. The stand in Castle Blaney was full with Donegal support. Um, players obviously are going to be keen to impress you know there's massive competition for places we're used to seeing Langan and McGee dominating midfield today was Caulfield and Moore so um, I suppose from a Donegal players point of view they know that the McKenna Cup is important to them if they want to start that first National League game against Cork You actually made an observation beforehand and again you're a Fermanagh and Derry Gonnelly player you know all about it you know with a brilliant club Derry Gonnelly and you know you're a brilliant player you notice the the Donegal warm up you said the first thing you said to me even before you said hello look at that Donegal warm up it's McGuinness's old warm up of what 10 to 12 years ago yeah well it was um, it was 
basic stuff, but it was done flat out. Uh, you know, we know about the fist passing, straight line, but the basic skills, the handling under fatigue, if you want to call it, because they were all going really hard sprinting. Uh, then they stretched it out and they went straight into the kick passing, kicked the ball and sprint after it. But Donegal then, they carried that through from the throw up. They really went after the game. Their hard running, their angles of running was really impressive. But yeah, the warm up, I suppose, was what we've seen McGuinness probably doing 10 years ago. And I've no doubt he's added extra things to, to his game. But um, it's still the same thing with Donegal. It's hard work, it's accelerating, it's um, sprinting after the ball, it's tackling in numbers. There's an intensity to their game. And you mentioned a couple of times on commentary and you've touched on it already. Give away a couple of frees at the end, but Donegal were quite disciplined there weren't they it was a throwback wasn't it yeah they didn't give away many soft fr- many soft frees I think maybe at the end referee might have favoured Monaghan and give them a few consolation scores but it was the way they hunted in packs Paddy they got numbers around the ball they were constantly getting contact on the Monaghan player with the ball apart from a few moments of brilliance from the likes of Stephen O'Hanlon Monaghan couldn't break them down and then when Donegal turned them over, they had oceans of space. Like they were able to play 35-yard kick passes into the legs of Oshin Gallon's hands. And obviously that's where he got his first goal. Goalkeeper out of position. Monaghan players pushed up the pitch. Donegal turned them over and then it's a relentless counter-attacking game. As a player, what is the McKenna Cup about? McKenna Cup's very important to players. I suppose you've uh, trained hard November, December. I'm sure Monaghan were out in November and December as well. So you just want to get playing football matches. Um, there's a massive support here today from Donegal. So I'm sure all the players that were out there were mad keen to impress. They're now on a final next week. And to be honest with you, Donegal, I've no doubt, will look to win that game. They're playing Derry, who have been the dominant force in Ulster the last two years. Mickey Hart's obviously in this year. He'll be looking to try and push them on. Donegal will be trying to set the stall out. You, lastly, and I know because you need to go back to Derry Gonnelly, you did say during commentary, it's the McKenna Cup, but you said the team, Donegal in particular, looked to be in that good a shape, almost like middle of the league, you said. Not championship, obviously, yet, but you, they look like they have a lot of work done. They have looked, you know, they look super well conditioned. and Their running power was very impressive. The, all the players that were playing there, even maybe in the gym, they've obviously done a lot of work. They're younger players that come off the bench. The, the likes of young Ronan Free in there has bulked up. But also, it's not just their conditioning that they looked mid-league. It was the amount of work that they've done structurally, the way they were able to press the opposition kick-outs, the way Patton's looked so comfortable playing as a sweeper, which allowed the rest of the Donegal players to press the ball. That takes a lot of work on the training ground, and Donegal looked like a super well-coached team. A word on Gallon. A Gallon's class. Um, I was excited here today to come and watch him. Obviously, he's been phenomenal for his club in the Donegal Club Championship. Got player of the year. He scored 2-4 there in the first half at his ease. Probably could have got another goal, only he slipped it into a man in the square. Uh, they took him off at half-time because he'd done enough. I just want to, and I'm going to bring in Brian and Joe now. Jim McGuinness has come back to save Donegal, shall we say. But just the general landscape. Is it fair to say that nationally... There's maybe not as many good teams as there was maybe four or five years ago. Yes, it's a really good Kerry team. Yes, it's a really good Dublin team. But that Dublin team are maybe not as good as four or five years ago. They were arguably, ostensibly, the greatest team of all time. So there'll be a lot of teams just looking further, fast forward, and three, four months down the line, Galway, Mayo, Tyrone, Monaghan met a semi-final last year. Will McGuinness and Donegal be thinking, we can break that and make a quarters, maybe semis? Yeah, I've no doubt. I've no doubt. McGuinness and the rest of them are thinking we can really challenge here for an All Ireland. They're not going to come out and say that. Their first objective will be get promoted from Division Two, win an Ulster title. I relax now, not an All and Ireland. Then, They'll be talking about and, and then take it from there. But you're right in what you said, Paddy. Dublin three, four years ago were a dominant force. They were well above the rest. Last year they came in and won an All Ireland, but probably Kerry and Dublin. The rest of the pack is closing, closing in. You look at Armagh, you look at Derry, you look at Donegal. Throne could have a response this year. I have no doubt that they feel look. 
we can get a good run it. We could really challenge for an All-Ireland. But first of all, I suppose Donegal are looking to get the, the right structures in place because last year was a disappointing year for them. Okay, Ryan Jones, thank you for joining me on commentary and staying here for the Donegal GA podcast afterwards. I'll get you now to hand that microphone to Joe McBrerty, a proud son of Achille Beggs and Ryan, safe trip back to Derry Gonley. Joe McBrerty and his son, Fiacra, have joined us. Joe, first of all, how are you keeping? Yeah, doing good, Paddy, thank you, and thanks for inviting me on here today. Doing good now. It's good to be able to get out and take Faker out. You know, for the last year we've had, it's great to be able to go. It might be January, but we just love getting out and going to a GA match, wherever it is in the country. You're looking great, Joe, and I don't even, I think, need to introduce you to our Donegal supporters because all the diehards listen to the podcast, and every diehard would know Joe McBrerty because we always say way ahead of his time and just an ambassador for young players, I think, in Donegal right throughout the 90s and into the early parts of the Nods. And you Fiacre with you as well. You make your Fiacre just a quick hello there. How Hi. are you, Fiacre? Good. So, Fiacre, your dad is Donegal. He's a legend in Donegal. Yeah. You are living and growing up yeah. in Dublin, just like so many, and you've a Donegal jersey on you, so he's, he's yeah. having a big impact on you, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So if Donegal were playing Dublin in an All-Ireland final, who would you support? Ah, uh, Donegal. All the way? Yeah. Would the lads not be getting on to you in school about that? No. No? Definitely not? What no. position do you play? Um, I can play, well, I play up front. Good man. Good man. And is your dad a good coach, is he? Yeah, brilliant. Ah, he's absolute. He's the, he's the best in the business. Joe... Isn't it great to be back? And you're looking great, Joe, I have to say. Isn't it great to be back at matches, isn't it? We were talking before, some people get down in January, but GA supporters love January. Yeah, that's great. Like, to say, even coming up to Christmas is the only thing that's on your mind. Like, obviously, when you have a child, you're thinking about Santa, etc. But realistically, you're just counting the days down that you can get back out. Should it be out even to train the team or players? or But even just to get to a game. Like, and I was in Newry last weekend for the club semi final. Like, so, you know, just it's what we live for practically, and that's all I've lived for. And hopefully, I can keep it going over the next number of years. Joe, you know, 40 times more about Gaelic football than I'll ever know and I'll ever aspire to be. It is only the McKenna Cup, Joe, but and we have to take it that with a pinch of salt, but there's a good buzz in Donegal again, Joe, isn't there? Around Donegal. Like myself, unfortunately, you're you know, like me, you're not living in Donegal, but there's a buzz about Donegal, isn't there? Oh yeah, this, obviously since Jim took took over again for a second spell, you know, the, the atmosphere about within the county, you know, both outside of the setup and all the supporters, etc. You can tell that, you know, there's a positive vibe coming obviously from the, the setup to set there. The players, the commitment they're given, you know, and great to see you see the way they were set up there today. As you said, it's a McKenna Cup, but if you don't get off to a good start of the year, even you know, this is a preparation for your league matches, which is vital. And you know, the last time Joe we got Division Two, we won it, got up, had a great run in the championship. And you'd be obviously, as a Donegal supporter and everyone that's out there, you'd be hoping that this is the start of the beginning of something big for the county because that's, that's what we need and it's what the county looks for is to see our GA team should it be the senior on the 21s or minors doing well. And you can see there today in the first half the way they were set up. Monon, like, I know Monon were experimental in their team, etc., but they'd no answer to what Donegal had. And, you know, the game was over practically 15, 20 minutes and could easily have been over in the first 10 minutes. That's how well set up Donegal were, hitting them on the break. And we we can only hope when, when every player is available and when you have a good squad, players fighting for positions, not only on the 1-15, to 15, but in the sub bench as well, it's, it only bides well for the county going forward. That's some interesting points there, Ray's Brian, and Joe mentioned winning games and momentum early season. For me, lads, 
I don't know if you'd agree, but one of the big pluses for me, and it's it's almost short-term success, I said it on last year's show, Brain was last year, there were so many players injured, long injuries, short-term injuries. Murphy had just retired, and so many lads that didn't opt into the panel. I think the first port of call, lads, when we look at the programme, we can see, and there's still lads like Keely McCoggan, Niall O'Donnell to come back, you know, Hugh McFadden, but there looks to be a bulky bench now, Brain. Yeah, it looks like Paddy. We've all the all the players that want to play for Donegal are playing, and that's the big big plus. You know, last year we were short. The likes of Patter wasn't Liverpool, wasn't fully. You know, he wasn't committed. Uh, you know, there were a few boys w- went their own ways for one reason or another. But everyone's back on board this year, Paddy. So it was brilliant. Yeah, there's no doubt. Who impressed you today, Brian? You mentioned um, you mentioned Patter Mogan not here today. Yeah, Patter, I don't think he was, I don't know if he talked or not, but I thought Oren Doherty was brilliant from the word go, you know, he's he's a workhorse, I, told, I remember Chandia during the club championship and he, he's a player you just love to coach because he gives it everything. I think, uh, I really like Keelan McGonigal at number six, I think he's kind of shepherding and he's kind of talking players through it, I think it's, you know, it was a big, big uh, move for Jim to put him at centre back, but I watched him last week and this week and I've been very impressed with him. And then, you know, you look at the two lads in the middle of the field have worked with Kier Moore at under 17 level and he's a racehorse and you know Washington Caulfield coming out of a, you know, a club that won the junior championship last year you'd have to be very impressed with him too and then you know the three boys inside Jamie Paddy and Oshin Gallon look really really sharp you know so really overall Paddy you'd have to be really positive leaving here today what impressed you most about Donegal today, Joe? I think it was the collectiveness of the, the work rate from 1 to 15 that's really stood out that every player, like, you know, you look over the last couple of years, like everyone obviously goes out to play play for the county, etc. But today, you could see they were playing for each other as a team, which is very impressive. You know, when we had the ball, we were breaking at speed, you know, punishing their turnovers. And then once we lost the ball, we were prepared to work to try and win it back quicker than I've seen in the last number of years. So you can tell that the work's been done. And number one, the work can be done but if the players don't want to do it it's, it's, you know, you're wasting your time whereas today and obviously in the last couple of games and I know it's only early but you can only bide by what you can see mm-hmm. and if, if, if they continue the work rate on the pitch it only means that the, you know, we're going to be successful to whatever extent that'll get us but it, it, to, to be a Donegal man to see the work rate of, and especially up in the forward line which something maybe we've lacked over the last number of years but from 1 to 15 you couldn't fault any player out there today Keelan McGonigal at six. What do you make of that, Joe? I think it's a very good move because it's it's probably a position we've you know we've been lacking and having a, a, a number six is prepared. How important is it having a good six, Joe? It's very important, especially that he can sit in there hold and also that he has a you know a physical presence that when the break is on for the opposition that he can come out and stop them because you know there's a lot of times we've been playing and no fault to whoever's been playing in that position but you have to be able to stop the team coming at you and that's something we've probably been lacking having a big number six that has a physical presence and is prepared to put himself about but as Brian mentioned that he can also communicate with the players around him too which is half the battle We saw 10 years ago Joe Donegal's defensive shape okay and they were pinching it away and it was tenacious and it was brilliant and that and didn't probably see enough of it over the past year or two. One theme from 12, 13 years ago was how disciplined they were. And some people criticised Donny Goldman, gave away very few frees. Now, did give away a few in the last 10 minutes today, but again, the scoreboard and that. I was really impressed with that today. 
Yeah, it's it's very important in the game nowadays, like because especially when teams are coming on to you, and anything, anything nowadays within 50 yards, if you're going to be continuously fouling and giving away the opposition's freeze, straight away that's a score nowadays, and this, especially down to county level. You know, and I know, like if you look at Mon in there today, like without Rory Began, who's a massive part of their side, and it was very evident today, especially when they had their own possession kickouts, you know, but he can come up the field and punish you from freeze. We've seen it when he's playing for Scottstown and Ulster Club, you know. So it's vital that we have discipline in our tackling, number one. And obviously you can tell that the work has been done, that we are learning to tackle properly and be disciplined in the tackle, which is half the battle at inter-county level. Who else impressed you today, Brian? Yeah, come here overall, Paddy. Everyone was really, really good. Um, I suppose overall, I've seen Gallon, you know, probably for the first half, just how sharp he looks and he's confident. He's physically got very, very strong. You know, he was really good. Um Mark Corns, a player I think that's coming on, that's turned into a really good player. You know, he's he's probably had a very good year last year, playing the full back line along with Brenton. You know, I thought he was really good. And Ryan McHugh, to, to me, that I, you know, showed uh, what he's about. You know, I think he got up the field and made he got two, three scores. You know, it was good to have Ryan back. Ryan didn't play last year either. So that's really another plus. Plus, you know, you look at our team there today, Paddy, we had no Brendan, we had no uh, Padder, we had no own band. That's probably Keelan McColgan. You know, you're, you're up on four defenders there, that's, you know, that you'll be talking will be in your championship, you know, set up. So, you know, as Joe said earlier, so the McKenna Cup's all about building the squad of players that we, you know, that we can get 26 of the best players in Donegal playing for us. And I think we're, you know, we're on the right road to that there. Jack McKelvey's kind of an unsung player, isn't he? I think unless you go to games regularly, Joe, you can't appreciate him because he's Mr. Versatile, isn't he? I was talking to even Glenty's people before and go, what's his best position? And they were like, we don't know, but it was actually a compliment to him. You could literally, I think... Someone once described him as just a middle third player, but he's he's a really good player on the ball, and he's he's kind of got that Dennis Irwin trait. Where you kind of nearly need to be watching him live to appreciate he's a really good, intelligent player. Yeah, it's it's very very clear when you as you said, you know, you have to come and watch him more than anything else. But I think it's that he does everything so simple and and at his ease as well. There's no panic in him. He settles, he's on the ball, he's comfortable on the ball. You know, he's not afraid to give a pass, he's not afraid to go. But it's just his overall intelligence on the field. Like he's a he's you know, to to say about a player, you know, he doesn't I'd say he doesn't really have to be told what to do because he knows exactly it's in him. He's natural talent and it shows there today again and every day he goes out to play, he's just a joy to watch when you're watching him, you know. Paddy McBurty's such a team player, isn't he? Now he's so many chances even today. I think in championship he might take them on, but he's become he's just he's really unselfish. But what we know about him going forward, obviously, we know what he can do when he has the ball in his midriff and he's off the loop and he's brilliant. I thought some of his tackling Joe was incredible today and his work rate. Yeah, it's it's probably something that's come into his game more so, you know, the last couple of years when, you know, that he's had to step up more so now that he's one of the, the elder statesmen on the team that he's he's to show his leadership skills that he's had. You know, before we've just been thinking about him, you know, coming on the turn on the left foot, kicking great scores. But over time you have to develop your game and I think it's something that he has, you know, take it upon himself and whoever's coaching him, that it's something that he's brought to his game, something that's developed and as you said, you could see there today again, you know, he's shown his leadership skills that overall naturally when you play county football at that level for so long, that's something that you've to step up and do when you're coming in with so many younger lads coming into the squad so it's great to see him doing that and it's great to see him out there you know are we going to wash or should we move Oshin Gallon to a deserted island lads until the 20th of April when Donegal play Derry because yeah, of course we're going to need him in the league 
Brian, both of his lads just we've had many elite forwards probably in our time. You look at Tony Boyle and Adrian Sweeney and you know Paddy McBerty now, Michael Murphy, Colin Anthony McFadden and probably Brenton Devaney. I'm leaving maybe out one or two. This guy's probably stage injury free, he's gonna be joining that club. Yeah, that's the big thing, Paddy. You said there, you know, injury free, he's probably been very unlucky this last few years where, you know, he hasn't got a clear run of games or he couldn't get a couldn't get a clean run of training but he seems really on it this year you know and he's got three really good McKenna Cup games under his belt now we have a final next week and then you know it's from here on then now it's really you know week on week now Paddy last one lads I know you both want to go home and Fiacre you as well Joe expectations for 2024 with Donegal we could probably we don't we, I think we're wise enough now not to get too ahead of ourselves at McKenna Cup what would be a good year Joe? I think number one is you'll get back up from Division yeah. 2 into Division 1 I think that would be your primary goal number one you know like as Brian mentioned there we have the McKenna Cup final next week but I just spoke to Jim there coming across the pitch and you know next weekend I suppose there'll be shadow boxing against Derry and as you mentioned about you know, will it be shadow boxing? well I'd say it will to be honest when you're going to meet them in the championship and, but it'll be a good test again you know we look at Derry yesterday you know they relied a lot on Shane McGuigan you know in Armagh it was a reasonable game too I have to say watching it it was quite good but you know it's another the, the main thing it's another competitive outing prior to the Cork game and that, that, that'll only stand for us you know when you're you take the last three games and then we go into the Derry game next weekend we're going to be in good stead going into the Cork match in two weeks time so it'll definitely be a help but you know get out of Division 2 then you look to the Championship and you know we talk about McKenna Cup here I'd say if you were here this time last year and said to Monan about the run they were going to get in the Championship you, you might have laughed at them but it's something that we have to kind of take on board for Donegal this year you know it's time we got a good run in the Championship and be looking at maybe an all-around quarter-final semi-final that, I don't think that's beyond us if we, if we keep players fit and with the the management team that's in there the preparation you know there'll be no stone left unturned but you know an Ulster title we have to go the hard route number one obviously but there's no reason why Donegal can't we have the players the players are there but the big key is and we've mentioned it is injuries if we can stay injury free there's no reason and I firm belief will not be far away when it comes to it Joe McBrarty an absolute gentleman and really an icon of Donegal coaching over the last 15 to 20 years and probably even going back further Joe do you miss living are you like me do you miss living in Donegal Joe I do I do indeed I said I would go home in the morning if we could how old were you when you started because I remember even when I was young growing up you know playing for our draw or warming the bench for our draw what age were you coaching at like because you were well, a little... probably managed my first team in Killebegs when I was 16 wow so it was you know. Wow, wow, wow. And some back, some, back some, in the day. <laughs> some some brilliant team. Of course, managed Seamus Coleman and he's making his three hundred and fifty fifth. Is that is that right, Fakra? For three five five. Good man, Fake for for keeping me straight in that. Just a your word on him and that just not incredible. That's like. it's incredible. Like going back as you said, you know, when I would have coached him when he was under ten first, you know, if somebody had told you that he would have went down the career he, he has gone and you know he's a credit to his family number one and obviously the people at Killy Beggs who support him fully and, and then in return you couldn't fault him any time he's home what he does for the town you know even my last time in managing you know he came up he trained with us when I was managing Killy Beggs to try and stay fit and that was in the middle of the summer but he's a credit to himself number one and even when he played Gaelic football he was all, his will to win was amazing and that's something that stood from you know and 
you couldn't fault him and I suppose being an Everton fan even before Shamey went to Everton you know obviously it was a proud day for myself being an Everton supporter and still is to this day and to see him breaking the Everton appearance record is amazing like as I said when he was 10 years of age if somebody told me he'd be the captain of Everton captain of Ireland and he'd make the most appearances in the Premier League I would have just laughed at you so fair play to him you know Fair play to him and fair play to you, Joe McBrearty and to Fiacra. And Joe, we wish you all the health and happiness in 2024 and beyond. You look absolutely fantastic and it's great to see you out here and about at, the, at something you love. Cheers, Paddy. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And to Brian, too. Obviously, I haven't worked with Brian before. It's great to see him today as well. Yeah, yeah he'll be running away from me now the next time. That's what most people do, go. Fiacra's already gone. He's gone to check the, check, check the latest. So thanks to Fiacra and Joe McBrearty. Final word, Brian. Same question to you and... Safe trip back to Dublin, lads, and so many. I think people just think Donegal fans come from Donegal. There's as many coming from outside the county to games. Just final word, Brian. Expectation. Same question I put to Joe for Donegal. Are we just looking at the league now? And oh, we have the Mechanic Cup final next Saturday. We're looking at Cork. We're looking at Cavan away. We're looking at Fermanagh and Letter Kenny. Round four, I think, is Armagh. Round five is Louth, I think. Yeah. Round six is away. It's Kildare oh, yeah. in Netwatch, Colin Park, and then seven Meath. I'm really proud of myself having that wrote down, but so is what a psycho I am. But Brian, yeah, probably Jim's looking at it now. You know, as Joe said, next week it'll probably be a wee bit of shadow boxing. It'll be interesting to see what you know both sides will do. Will they go stronger? Will they kind of go with fringe players? But then you're coming in. Jim's probably looking at the Cavan or sorry, the Cork and Cavan games, thinking right with. Cork at home, we need two points at home and then we go to Cavan so we can get four points out of our first two games, you know, you're really set up then you know, because they're a breakdown of a week and you're into Fermanagh, so that's probably the first two games, Paddy, they're going to probably target those really hard, knowing Jim, you know, there'll be nothing left unturned or no stone left unturned you know, did he want to be in the McKenna Cup final? Maybe, maybe not, but they're in it now. So I'm sure no and Jim, he'll want to want it at the same time. But it'll probably be a wee bit of shadow boxing next week. But I think he'll, he'll target the league, you know, hard, Paddy. He'll probably try to get promotion if we can early. You know, and set, set our stall out early. Because everyone knows now what we're about. You know, the media's going to start building now on us too, Paddy. You know, we're going to be in the, you know, after today, it's going to get, it's going to keep going up notch by notch. So, you know, Spotlight's going on us, but I think the first two league games are going to be crucial, Paddy. There's no doubt about that. Thanks very much to Brian McCabe, Joe McBrearty, and Fiacra McBrearty for joining me here on the Donegal GAA podcast. Donegal manager Jimmy Guinness, thanks for joining me here on the Donegal GAA podcast. Your side through to the Dr. McKenna Cup final. How do you reflect on that? Good. No, happy. Uh, very happy, to be honest. Um, obviously, any day you come away from home and up to, to, to Monaghan, it's good to come out of it with a result. Um, a lot of lads um, put in a good shift. That's what we were looking for, minutes in the legs. And uh, a lot of lads came in off the bench and again, um, I suppose, kept the standard and the level up, um, which was great from our point of view. And um, it, it'll serve us hopefully uh, well um, as a run out uh, and the lead into the National League in a fortnight's time. And now we have a brilliant game coming up against Derry next weekend. Some people already uh, on our podcast have said there might be a bit of shadow boxing with that game, but I don't think so with McGuinness and Hart. Well, I, I don't know about that. Now we'll have to think about that during the week, but I'm pretty sure uh, Mickey doesn't normally take a backward step anyway in the, in the Mechanic Cup. Uh, he, it's a, something that's very close to his heart.
effort and uh, for us we will try and do that as well we will try and honour it and, and go and, and try and win the game obviously uh, listen we know what we're going in against you know we're going in against a team going for three in a row in Ulster um, and and very well oiled very well oiled machine you know so it's really good test for us and a really good uh, challenge for us and hopefully hopefully it's a good you know game for us as well in the lead into the match the following week Jim McGuinness creates noise wherever he goes. Good, it's, and it's always good. You got an eight-week ban. It was erased, thankfully, from a Donegal point of view. So I mightn't have been talking to you for eight weeks. That might have been one of the only pluses from the whole thing, Jim. But what did you make of it all? Are you just glad now it's over? Uh, well, it was a proposed eight-week ban. Uh, true, true. So, I'm uh, terrible at these no, legalities. Uh, I know you are. I, you're good. I, I, no, I'm not. No, but I learned a lot the last yeah. week. <laughs> I learned a hell of a lot in the last week. But uh, no, listen. Um, Disappointed for Finbar, you know, and disappointed that Finbar ended up uh, in the eye of the storm. Um, he'll be able to go back now and he'll be able to work with the under-20s and, you know, hopefully we'll be able to continue to develop him. And this time next year, you know, um, it won't be long coming round for him again and he'll be in a better place maybe um, physically and everything than he, than he was this year even. So that part part of it was disappointing. Post from my own point of view, like when you're concentrating on those things and thinking about those things, you know, you're not concentrating on the team as much. And, um, and so it does it does take focus away and you have to you have to respect you know the process as well you have to prepare for it and and um, we felt going in that we had a very good case uh, and in terms of the, the rules and 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 um, and we put that uh, to the hearings committee and thankfully uh, we got the the right result I'm not going to keep you much longer, Jim. And I know people have been asking you, what are your expectations for the year? Where do you think Donegal will finish? And I know you're not going to give me a proper answer on that. So we've been saying on our podcast, and I've said it already, for me, a short-term success is when I look at the team programme and I see full buy-in from people in Donegal. I know we have a few people out, Nile O'Donnell and Keelan McCogg and et cetera, et cetera, but there's a bulky squad there. Is that something for you that's already been a short-term success uh, I don't know about a success, but it's definitely something that we want to target. Like, you know, um, the big difference, like, in terms of my last tenure and this one is, like, last time round, we could have had a situation where we played in the first round of the championship and you would have three or four weeks to the next round of the championship. Mm. You might have one or two players that had a grade one hamstring and they'd be back playing in the next game. You know, that, that's gone. So, you know, the games now will start in, the, in the, well, the McKenna Cup straight into the National League and straight into the Championship. And there's, you know, very rarely two weeks is your max pretty much most of the time. And so that dynamic is completely shifted. And if you have a situation where you have two or three or four injuries or whatever else um, happens in these games, um, you know, there's no way them boys are going to be back. So you do need to be carrying a squad that can, that can, um, that sort of can, can take those impacts when they come down the line so it is a big part of it and then the young lads as well you know the youth is so important and the the eight twenties that we've brought in you know um, to, to freshen things up and to challenge lads in training they've been a breath of fresh air um, in training and pushing people and they're, they're playing as well you know Carl Joseph came on the day made his debut and um, and did well and, uh, and all the other young lads that have done well over the last month or so Promise you this is the last one. Injuries. How are we? Owen Ban, Gallagher, Patter, Mogan, uh, Niall O'Donnell, Kieran McCoggan. Uh, Niall O'Donnell's more serious in the sense that, you know, he's got a, he's, Niall has had a couple of setbacks. He's been very unfortunate uh, over the last period of time. And we just, he has, uh, he has a very 
intricate injury that keeps popping up and we're just trying to get him to the very best person and rehab him back up again now and we're going to we're going to he's he's, in the, he's already two weeks under his belt in terms of that the other lads um are you know they're just precautionary really today please tell me Ocean Gallon was just taken off and he's been no, wrapped in cotton wool no the same the same like you know he, during the week like in training he felt oh. sort of a wee bit tight and and uh, he he played in the first half and he, he felt the same that he was feeling in training so we just said there's no point like you know just get him out and and get somebody else in and have a look at them. Jim, you had about 25 reporters to talk to and I think I'm the last so I really appreciate you joining me here on the Donegal GAA podcast. It's great to have you back. Thanks very much. And you're glad to be back. (laughs) I am. (laughs) Okay, that's the end of the weekend's edition of the Donegal GAA podcast. Jim McGuinness's Donegal will take on Derry next weekend in the Dr McKenna Cup final. Thank you to all my guests and to you, our loyal listeners who tune in in your large numbers. And finally, special word of thanks to Austin O'Callaghan on production. We'll have a show next weekend after the Donegal and Derry Bank of Ireland Dr McKenna Cup final. Bye for now. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next week. Donegal Plumbing and Heating, Old Lahey Road, Donegal Town. Suppliers of underfloor heating packages, aluminium radiators, Samson and Daikin air-to-water heat pumps and all your renewable needs. And sponsors of the Donegal GAA podcast.